Alright, wait, where did my thingy go? Oh, there's my thingy. Where's okay. my thingy? Hey, Winterfellas! Do you love Cast of Thrones and want to help us offset some of our recording and hosting costs? Head on over to castofthrones.com donate and give us those golden dragons or even a monthly pledge of a silver stag. And now, on with the podcast. Welcome to Cast of Thrones, the Game of Thrones podcast. This week, the Storm of Swords book club continues with Brand 2 through Aria 5. I'm Michael Thriftiner tomorrow, and with me is Tim Lanning. Hey guys, honestly, great to be here. And Nick Bristow. Hey everybody, that's all I got. Also with us this week, Jennifer Cheek. I'm totally here. I'm not falling asleep. I'm not. Jennifer, you need to lean back a little bit so your voice hits the same. I'm really loud. It's understandable. Jennifer, it's understandable. You don't have as much experience as the rest of us. It's true. Since you were on two less podcasts than the rest of us. Listen, we recorded episode one and two, you know. We built up a lot of stamina. Here's the thing, though, Thrifty. I feel like we've recorded a couple episodes without you. Ooh, what about wine, women, and Westeros? And I actually might have more experience than all of you jerks. Yeah, no, I think that's I, true, actually. Uh, Thrifty is on the Thrifty Nerd podcast. Oh, that's oh yeah, I remember that. I, yeah. I really that don't thing. like it when you poke holes in my theories like that. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I really dare don't you. like it when you disprove my theories. It's very well, then rude. Maybe Why do we be so wrong all the yeah. time? Podcasting is a lot of work, guys. And just, man, I just sit in my chair and I talk. It's just so hard. It's hard to be me. It's hard because it doesn't pay well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone pay me to sit in a chair and talk but instead guys, of sitting in a chair and write like what I about do right now. Friendship. Friendship. Oh, I don't know. Sometimes I think that the four of us are like Bloran, Mira, Jojen, and Hodor. Aww. Jennifer, you're Hodor. I'm Hodor. <laughs> well, it's because you're very good at doing deadlifts. <laughs> That's a good point. I am. If there was a brand, I would put him in a basket and carry him around places. I could do it. I'm very strong. But most likely, I'm probably like a Mira. I don't think I'd be very good with Frog Spear, though. I'm more, I have more brute strength. You know what? Yeah, you are. I don't. Is, are you saying your penis is like a frog sphere? Yeah. Adult, so it has three heads and yeah. it's very skinny. It has three spines. <laughs> is that what's happening? Most people think we just like bullshit in these beginnings, but we plan for hours. And this has been, yeah, just lovingly crafted. We hired uh, five interns from NPR. We offered to pay them five dollars. They, they <laughs> and, and they said okay. They said they wrote this. They pay. We pay you. What? <laughs> what? No. Yeah. This is stupid. I hate it you. was really awkward when we were writing this two. part about us writing <laughs> this yeah. part. Yeah, we said like make really it meta. make it real Inception like, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then we wrote this part. Meta. Thanks, thanks, interns. Brand two guys. Brand Bran and Mira and Jojen and Hodor are walking through the mountains, and they're going to the wall and beyond the wall because they gotta go see the three-eyed three crow. crow. 
And there's like almost no people, which is good. That's what they want. Yeah, because in the sparse ass north with uh, all the Northmen down yeah. for war zone. And Bran sometimes is all grumpy, like, why don't we just take the King's Road? And they're like, Bran, you know we told you there's like people on the King's Road. You're a baby. You're d- being stupid, Bran. They're going to see a lame boy with, <laughs> with a, a giant, giant Hodor and a giant wolf. What yeah. the fudge do you expect? Exactly. So he's like, good point. Three kids. He's like, I'm sorry, grandfather. Grandfather. Um... And hey, guys, th- most of the time this trip is boring, but one night they got to hang out in a cave with a ra- with a stranger. All right, uh, children. <laughs> he gave them food. They they're, they find this weird cave, and there's like a fire in the back, and it's just some dude. He's like, "You guys go back here. I got some food. You guys want food?" Hey, children, come by my children fire. live in my cave with me. I have this candy. <laughs> and then uh, I think like he feeds them, and then he like leaves them some food in the morning, and he's gone, like yeah. without them even knowing it. And Bran's like, when I'm you know head of Winterfell, I will. I'm the CEO of Winterfell. Yeah, when I'm the CEO of Winterfell, I'll repay him, uh, you know, tenfold, which is basically like yeah. I'll give you ten ears of corn. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. You're and welcome. there's nine logs you can sleep in. Guys, what's but a no, little? Got... <laughs> it's just a name. Sometimes the lesser houses, like I know when they got to, you know, career day to pick your, your sigil, like like that guy's obviously a broke a giant with uh, broken chains. That one's a spear in the sun. But like people that have like acorns and like all this other lame checky bullshit. Checky lion bullshit. It's like, guys, come on. Your grandfather was shitty at art. Pick a new thing. Pick it like a a, a guitar. A Guys, sweet guitar. My, my sigil would be like a dumbbell crossed with some nail polish it and, would be, and cheese in the background. It would be Mama the Hut. <laughs> that is a very good point. It would absolutely 100% be Mama Hut. If you don't know who Mama Hut is, it would be you're a, messing up. A husky southern lady complaining about the heat. And drinking like uh, the... There's a gallon of sweet tea. And it's also, there's a subtitle. Why don't they give you more? <laughs> What's up with that? Those are your house words. No, actually, actually, Shatterbrook said that my house words should be, this makes me uncomfortable because of how often I say that. And mine way. should be, who's to say? <laughs> uh, and then she go. said, my house words. Oh, she didn't. I was so sad. <laughs> Build your brand I was better. so left yeah. out. My, my house words are, better. I feel left out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think someone's house words should be, anyway. <laughs> yeah, God, that's all of us. Um, oh, but back to the, the dude in the cave. Anyways, he... there's Lydell. Little. I say Lydell, no, which is sh- wrong. Shut up, Ash, who's in the chat, said that Thirty's house words should be, guys, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. Accurate. That's true. That's um, very good. This, this little, the, the dude in the cave, the little, he knew, he knew who... They were. Well, like, he was winking did he? constantly. He did, like, he, he had winked to, a lot. He just he, had he, he actually he did not have to of. How many people know of like the inner a, workings of the inner court giant of, and how like, fast he's is a like one of the Starks. Uh, yeah, but they don't the, they don't get so a he, newsletter. Yeah, if he's just like a random ass like forager, oh hunter. the Stark newsletter. Oh, but he knew. Son he got crippled. He like specifically mentions like, oh, and certain people who are supposed to be dead, but they're looking for them and stuff. Like, I'm not saying that he doesn't know. I'm saying that he doesn't have to know. Okay, that's fine. Yes. So, Bran, they're they're on their boring 
trip again. They're and walking. Remember the part in the show where Rick and just runs off? This is what that This is that, that part, except for Rickon's not here. Yeah, that's um, right. he, he already ran off. Which, guys, let's be real. No one, no one cares about Rick at all. A thing I know. So on my on my facing book, my cover photo is a, a a drawing of Game of Thrones people in the style of the Last Supper. And I did not even notice this, but one of my friends pointed out that Rickon is totally not in that drawing. <laughs> I bet he is just like somewhere. I said he was under the table and gnawing on bones like a feral dog because that's kind of his that's his jam. True. Uh, yeah, that's what good one, do. Mama. <laughs> Thanks. So Bran wants to hear a story. Um, so Mira tells the story of the Night of the Laughing Tree. Yeah, and I'm gonna go ahead and be real. I did not type out all the story in the show notes because it's just just look just look at the mama. guys. I was I was um, listening to this part and I was like, this means something really important, but I'm I'm it does. trying to also do this other thing at this t- same time, and I did not get it. Can we okay. so tell, well, gonna, please tell me a story? I wish you fuckers read books. I um, do so we'll read talk about this, with my ears. We'll talk about it more in the spoiler section, this this part. Okay. And this is a weird gray area. It's something that happened in the past, but it's spoiler because... It's not explained. It's not explained. It's never really explained, but, but we get more information later. Yeah. So they kept so the going like, they kept going like, Bran, your dad didn't tell you this story? Yeah. yeah. yeah they, they keep like, no? Yeah, they they keep inferring that it's like super important and like something that the green men must hear a lot. Yeah. So they start, Mira starts the story and it's the story of a, a little Cranog man <laughs> and he leaves his, his bog, I don't know, swamp, wherever the Cranog men live. His uh, frog ass. He leaves his swamp ass. He takes his swamp ass out of the swamp, and he goes on adventures. He goes to the Isle of Faces. Mm -hmm. He likes it. He likes it there. He stays there for a good long time. That's like High Heart, but different. It's like another creepy place. It's like Low Heart. It's probably where there are also children in the forest. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're like, that's another story for another time. But he leaves the Isle of Faces, and he goes to a big castle. And Bran's (laughs) like, oh, Heron Hall. That's King's Heron's Halls. And they're like, yes. The, he goes to Heron Hall. And at Heron Hall, there is a tournament going on. And the Cranon Man's like, awesome. This is super cool. Like, all these, like, famous knights and stuff are here. Yeah, right. there's so many colors. There's so many uh, meats on sticks. So he's just, like, oh, walking God, around. You know, drinking it all in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she kind of goes on to describe, like, all the different people that are there. And she's like, oh... The the king was there and the white swords and they're welcoming a new brother and the storm lord was there and the rose lord and the great lion of the rock and oh the great lion of the rock was absent due to a quarrel with the king. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, some of these we can explain. Yeah. So this was mentioned. This is connecting things that you wouldn't pay attention to necessarily, but this is Jamie's. Kingsguard. Yeah. Um, He's like attorney to be like, welcome. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, so this is King Aries is there. And that's why the Lion of the Rock is not there. He because mad. Tywin is upset and he resigns his hand at the king. Yeah. Um, and this is the daughter of the castle. Rain is the queen of love and beauty. So that's. This is like some random ass. Whatever. I don't know who's in charge of Hammerhall. The, um, that. It, hold on. It, it's actually in the notes down here. Hold on one second. I'll tell you. The Wentz. Oh, the winds. I don't know. It's some random family. One of the many families that own Heron Hall for a very <laughs> short period of time and then got killed later. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're having a tournament there. I, is it for Jamie Lannister specifically? Or just I don't like, know if it's, it's for... Ne- I don't know. It's that. That's all you need to know, really. Yeah. 
But the important thing is the king is there, the king's guard is there, and also the prince. Prince. Yeah, and Rhaegar at this point, the king are the Targaryens. There. Yes. So this is before. And the prince Robert's is Rhaegar. Rebellion. Yep. Um, so the Cranach man gets there, and these squires are being total assholes to him. Because the Cranach man is a little baby man. Like, he's he's, he's roughly my small. height. I bet he's shorter than you. Think, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> That's impossible. <laughs> um. Yeah, he, these like random squires are like super assholes to him, and he's like, "Man, that sucks." But this she wolf comes and dr- drives him off. You guys, oh, no. who is this? Who is a who she is wolf? This? I think I knew who this. And they, he brought him. She brought him back to her tent. Uh, there's the wild wolf and the quiet wolf and the poop. The poop. I mean, that's a. You know, Guys, these are the Starks. These are the Starks. This this is Lyanna Stark mm-hmm. and Ned Stark and Ned, Brandon Stark. Yeah, Ned's older brother. And uh, Benjamin Stark. Benjamin's the pulp. The pulp. Yeah. And uh, Ned's the quiet one and Brandon's the wild one. Yeah. And Avi, Lyanna is the she-wolf. She's she-wolf. And she's the one that's like, back the fuck off, assholes. I'll cut your fucking head off and feed you to a goddamn wolf. That's she what said. that's what literally it said it in the rough. story. That's in the book. So they, they, they do tournament stuff and as it goes on, the it just so happens that the knights that own the squires or however employ the, the, the douchebag squires are doing good. Mm-hmm. And then like the next day, ah, uh, this mystery knight shows up, which as we all know is the best way to make a, a, a badass story. Yeah. You gotta throw in a mystery knight. And the mystery knight, that's like, that is like a thing. I don't know if it was really a thing. I'm assuming it was a thing in, in the real medieval world, but definitely in Game of Thrones world, like, sometimes like famous knights will, will be the mystery knight. I'm sure knight. Florian did it, you know. Yeah, or like even, or, or even like people who weren't famous and just like wanted to like, you know, prove themselves. Like, yep. that's kind of the point of being the mystery knight, knowing who you are. So this mystery knight shows up, and everybody's like, who is this? And the mystery knight is, like, kind of small, and, like, the armor's not fitting quite right, but it's mystery the mystery knight kicks... man. It could be, but the mystery knight is kicking Or it ass. could be Tim. It's, it's Tim. I have leaves in my ear. <laughs> yeah. And she, un- oops, he or she unhorses all the other people, and... You know, instead of collecting the ransom of all these uh, knights, they're like, just teach your dumbass squires how to be proper gentlemen, eh? And they're like, oh, man. Oh, man. And so the next day, the so at the end of the second day, Mr. Knight entered the list. Uh, but, 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 oh, I'm like reading something else weird right now. There's so much information. This story is like... Oh, by the way, we skipped over one of the major theories of John's parents in this section, too, by the way. So... Oh, was it about? Wait, what? what? The quiet wolf dancing. Oh yeah, I, with I the saw that too. Purple-eyed maiden. Yeah, whatever that means. That doesn't mean anything to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> we. But sh- the next day, the night, the mystery night wasn't there anymore. He's uh, skedaddled. Yeah. What a mystery! And the king is like, "What the shit? Go find the mystery night." Right. Find him. And they can't. They can't find him or her. What? But they found the the um. Oh my gosh. The shield. The shield up in a tree. And the shield was of a, a weirwood tree laughing. Like, ah, Knight of the Laughing Tree is why it's called that. Yep. And you're sure your father, Ned Stark, didn't tell you this? Yeah. Ned Stark. <laughs> it's very important. Oh, and the other important thing is, is it wasn't, the king like wanted to know who the mystery knight was, and he sent 
his prince, Rhaegar, to go find the knight. But you know what? Rhaegar never found him. Or did he? Or did he? Anyway, obviously this story is important. It's very important. I recommend reading it again. It it has itself because there's, like, there's more details that we didn't include. It's one of the most important little yeah. tiny stories. Yeah, because there's a lot of off stories, but this is not a prophecy. This is a a, a story where the characters are kind of hidden behind their sigils and things yeah. like that. But if you go to Tower of the Hand, it has a note for all of them. Yeah. <laughs> it tells you who everyone is. And it's it's a it's not a spoiler. Just, whatever. It this story comes up again. Yeah, and someone that is, this is more, ob- it's obviously important though, because yeah. like Mary and Joe are like, are you sure no one's there? In later here? books, another character spells out what kind yeah. of happens here, but not exactly. So. Anyway, you should go to Tower of the Hand and look at it if you're confused about who certain people are, because they spell it out for you, which mm-hmm. is really helpful and nice. Hey, it's a fun one, hey guys. You guys tell a good story. Oh, thanks. Oh. Thank thanks. You. We're like Mira and Jojen, but not brother and sister. Well, <laughs> well. <laughs> We can agree to disagree. <laughs> Davos well, three. Davos three. Oh man, guys, uh, I still love Davos. I love him the most, and he is in a dungeon. He, is he sucks down there. Stuck in a cell in Dragonstone after he kind of, sort of implied that they should kill Melisandre. Well, he he told um, Salador San, "I'm and- gonna kill Melisandre," <laughs> and then. Since Melisandre has magic powers, she's like, uh, I told Axel. Do you to think, you like, me. because of her magic vagina, that when he was like, I'm gonna kill Melisandre, she was like, My vagina's tingling. <laughs> <laughs> like, the magical just vagina sense. And I know this is a- and then, I- and then uh, Stannis was like, I should go get checked out. I yeah. know this is a goof, but my inner rules lawyer slash uh, stuff about the, the the book is just screaming. I mean, if anything, it's that necklace. That necklace it does that that it does have some shit. I mean, it probably it's, it glows. It's, it's probably just the fire. Magically glows. Um. Anyway, so well, another thing is that Davos is pretty nervous that it was Salador San that gave him away. Cause, right, because like, that's like one of his best friends, a, and that's the only person he said, "I'm gonna go kill Melisandre too." Right, and Salador San is a, uh, you know, he's essentially a, a, a friend, self sword. Were there he's a pirate? Were there lanterns and uh, like fire? Where they where they were talking? Ooh, that's true. Melisandre can it. see through fire. Spy fire. Probably it. Spy yeah. fire. Yeah. Spire. She has fire wire. Like, 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 what does that candle look like? It's got binoculars. That's weird. Super strange. It's like in uh, the, the Harry Potters when the that old man puts his face in the fire. He's like, hello. Oh. So, I'm serious black. My name's oh, Fireface. Yeah. So, Fireface so, black. So Davos is like really sick and has been not eating. He's been starving or stuff. Yeah, so they, they kind of nurse he's him He's also been pooping back. a lot. Yeah, they do give him uh, ancient medicines and yeah. uh, decent foods for, you know, what he should be expecting. Yeah, they start and him they have guard, the guards. He very quickly realizes that they're not trying to kill him because they're they're right. yeah. they're keeping good care of him. If they were going to kill him, they would have already done it. So they're just kind of holding him. Yeah, and then later there. we find out about other people who are kept and then killed pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, so when after Davos has gotten a little bit better, Melisandre comes to visit him. And he's like, oh, you... And he's still being a prickly peach. Yeah, he is not like Melisandre. He's like, nah, I saw that thing that came out of your vagina. I'm I did not, not no, into this. No. No, thank you. Do not want. Yeah, and he's talking about how the shadow that she birthed was evil, and she's like, but shadows only exist in the light. Ooh. He's like, 
All right. He got me there. Hey, That's I'm not, true. I'm not a book man. Touché. So I guess you got a point. Yeah. Um, but she also explains that this whole thing, this whole battle, this whole war is bigger than just Stannis and Westeros. Yeah. And she talks and- about how her god, R'hllor, has been fighting this other god, the Great Other, the Lord of Darkness and Night. That's well, weird. And- the Great Other has like the same name as the Others. And, yeah. so, and here, and this thing hasn't really been mentioned until like Bran's second chapter in the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of the series, excuse me. And I mean, basically, she's like, "Look, Stannis is totally Azor High, and we need like don't be getting in the way. Yeah. This is a big he thing. He's not like, just a king. He's bigger than that. Yeah, yeah." And Davos, like, I, I forget what she, like, basically she's like, what do you think of all that? And he's like, I do not, I don't know. I don't know what I think about Well, it. it's so kind of. Like, good, because I would have known if you were lying. Yeah, yes. it's kind of like, because the, the way Davos sort of, like, really got in the way was he was, like, he, he played on, like, Stannis's, like, oh, you need to win this battle by yourself and, you know, not yeah. give all the credit to Melisandre and. And he's now, thinking like a normal, like, common yeah, sense Yeah, like, you know, because, you know, he's thinking after the battle, like, you're going to want respect and stuff. When she's yeah. thinking, that doesn't matter, we, we're fighting something else. So, who yeah, cares exactly. if they respect you? And I you? can definitely help you. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of weird. Is there, like, a, a bad god of the seven? This is Stranger, stranger but, but he's not really bad. He, but he's one of the seven, like, right? Right. The stranger's well, yeah, like just right. more like, this guy is the death god, essentially. Yeah, he's a creepy, scary. But yeah. there's no like... Yeah, but he's there's not no like, like the devil. If there's, there's no the like Holy Trinity, there's punishment no Satan. God. Right, there's no like devil or anything like that. Not that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. Well, no, do we even so. know that the Great Other is that bad? Uh, from what Melisandre says, but we, yeah, we don't know from any other source. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, what I'm saying... Whoever's against you is obviously the... The bad ones. So Maybe yeah. they haven't invented the TV yet because r- they have Relora's winning and the great others like, I want to bring you guys TV. Yeah. And they, because they've been like this for thousands of years and they haven't invented TV yet. Yeah. So that's a that good is pretty point, bullshit. Man. Really good. It's a good point. Well, to keep them in the dark. Thanks. Um, I like to contribute. So Davos finally is like, okay, Melisandre, for real though, how. Did you know I was trying to kill you? Oh, she's like, oh, I saw it in my fire. You know how I look in fire and I know what's happening? I did that. That's this, what's that, going that's on. the thing I did. But at least it's not Salvador's son that, that ratted him out. Which that is good. That, that's a small comfort, I have to say. Yeah, because that's like his best buddy. Exactly. It's really sad. Um, so this, oh, so Mel Stoner also in this time, she speaks this prophecy about Azora High, and she says, "When the red star bleeds and the darkness gathers, Azora High shall be born again amidst smoke and salt to raise dragons out of stone." <gasps> Whoa! Yeah. And this is uh for the show watchers where Renly makes fun of Renly yeah. for being a pig. Well, makes fun of Stannis salted. for being a ham. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he's born of, of smoke and salt. Yeah, and this is because it's the, the the comet that was in book two came and went, and so that means that they should be getting uh, Azor, Azor a high birth. Yeah. Which is pretty dope. So, after Davos has this conversation with Melisandre, he, she leaves and he's Wait, by himself is this, again. Is this the point where uh, Melisandre's like, hey, we could have sex and stuff? No. <laughs> no. Wait, does she? And he's like... Did you talk about Stannis' fires no, Yeah, low? yeah. No, he, he talk, she talks about how Stannis is, uh, you know, it, she can't make another shadow baby with him because it'll kill him. And he's like, you know, all he likes his wife and stuff. 
Oh, yeah, that's, I forgot about that. That does kind of happen. Yeah. I didn't really read it that way, but I could see it happening. But she's definitely definitely talking about how, like, I can't bone Stannis anymore because his, his shit is weak. Yeah, I definitely took it as Stannis can't be used anymore, but yeah. no. Because you know, Stannis it, has king's blood. Davos, I think she needs king's blood. Davos is strong, though, because... You know, he survived the battle, and he didn't die on that rock. And after he sh- almost shot himself to death, <laughs> and he's, yeah, keeping, and he's I, keeping his <laughs> shit together in a bucket. Yeah, <laughs> right but, there in the room. But I think uh, Melisandre's big thing is that she needs a uh, king, yeah, kingly blood, blood to do magic. I don't, that's what does it for her. Uh, Davos is like, like king of onions. He's the ugly king. That's what that's they call true. him. But a few days later, Davos hears a bit of a scuffle and a tussle. And uh oh, Sir Alistair Florent, the hand, the current hand of the king, gets uh chucked in the cell with him unceremoniously, of course. Yeah. And this is—is is this the queen's brother, uncle, something? He's a yeah. He's he's a he's a relation of the queen. The, the second biggest family, I guess, pr- probably the biggest family right now, for the for Stannis for Stannis. Yeah, because they're the all like gone. <laughs> they all yeah. Deserted him because that's the his the queen's people. Yeah, and the queen's people have taken to Relor pretty pretty heartily. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's like, I I am innocent. I didn't do bad. Oh my golly. Oh my gosh. He's terrible. Kind of committed is light treason. Light yeah. treason. Yeah, and so basically, because Stannis is like locked up with Melisandre like all the time, not really doing king stuff so much. Yeah, and no one's paying attention to. He does have a decent argument <laughs> that he can. No, it's not. Speak it's not watertight with the mouth of the king. Exactly, and exactly. he has a seal, so he uses that seal to be like, "Hey, Tywin Lannister, how about we keep our land as long as we just say the that letter that Santa sent about the incest thing? Totally not real. That was a J.K. Right. Also, let's marry Shireen and Tom and Baratheon and be done with this shit. And then this is where we we get to the point where like, you know, Davos is actually pretty smart. He knows. Stannis, because Stannis could never go back on his word and say something exactly. he doesn't believe. He he truly believes that Joffrey is born of incest, which we all know isn't true. Right. And <laughs> totally not true. He, he couldn't he couldn't go out and and lie. Like he will go until he dies. And exactly. So <laughs> and he will take if, uh, everyone Davos with him. was still the hand. It, I mean, this is like a bit of. Ned Stark type honor that is is not so good because it's like, eh, eh, we'll all die, we'll all die with him. You know, we'll go down the ship. But he's a, he's a simple boatman, so that's all he knows. But mm-hmm. I mean, Alistair, like he's talking. Oh, and I guess Alistair also heard Stannis talking to Melisandre about raising a stone dragon, and he's like, "This is some, this is crazy shit. This is like Harry yeah. Bright Flame and like Summerhall, the alchemist." Let's all not forget Summerhall. Well, what's interesting is at this point in the books, they don't know, like, Summerhall is not a thing, but it is a thing in the Duncan Egg books. What do you mean? Summerhall definitely is a thing. It's a thing, but it, it, they don't describe what actually happens until the Duncan Egg oh, books. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Interesting. Should yep, be getting yep. a new Duncan Egg thing soon. I hope so. I love Duncan Egg. If you are listening to us right now and you've not read George R. R. Martin's, like, shorter stories, the Duncan Egg Serious? You should. They're great. They're said I, before. I think we should start a petition that he should just quit writing the Game of Thrones books and or like the Ice and Fire books and just work on Duncan Egg from now on. What? No. Mm, no. Not, not a great idea. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. I think people um, would love it. Hey, let's talk about John 3. What do you think? Yeah, man. Let's do it. Oh, man. Let us talk about John Ooh. 3. Wait, is this the first no. time they bone? This 
Chapter makes me feel funny in my tummy. It makes me feel funny in my butt because I've been sitting a while. (laughs) My butt feels weird. My butt tum. Uh, Also today, I forget what website, BuzzFeed or one of those, had shirtless pictures of Kit Kit Harrington. Harrington. And I was like, oh, how timely this is. Oh, hello. I'm about to talk about Jon Snow getting I'm going to read this chapter while looking at these pictures. Just, just leave me. I'll be in my bunk. So this entire chapter, I mean, there's other things that happen, but it's essentially <laughs> about John and Igrit having make love. Happen. Yeah, John sends Ghost away. That's important. He's yeah. like, look, I gotta go over the wall, and you can't. Climb you the are wall. dog. You can't climb. <laughs> you are dog. <laughs> so go. So Ghost. I kiss. Leaves. Um, John and Egret have totally been boning under the skins at night. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot. A like lot. A lot. <laughs> like a lot. Like a lot. And I do lot. love where he's like. I think Listen. he says like half a hundred times by this point. Yeah, he does. <laughs> That's a lot. Of and I like how like every time weeks. he's like, "This is wrong." Okay, maybe like but maybe like ten more times, and that's it. That yeah. first night, he's like, "I did that once. I got it on my system. I proved it." And I'll then never he, do and it then again. He did it like two more times that night yeah. and in the morning. Yeah, I was like, "Dang, isn't your <laughs> isn't your junk raw?" Like, oh, to be fifteen or sixteen ish again. Damn. And then of course, um, like the other people are like, "Come on, hurry up! Don't let us don't make us throw a pail like of water dogs. on you." They're like dogs and right. Is yeah. that the word they use? Rut? Yeah, in rut. That's that's right. That's gross. So so John and Egret are sent on this mission with Steer, the Magnar Thin, uh, who is most likely cast in next season for some reason. Yeah, I, he's a wildling dude. He's one of the leaders, and they're, they're going to go. They're pretty dope, but the, who cares? And they're going over the wall, and John and Egret are with them, and they they do not trust John still. Like hardly any of them do. And uh, Steer is like a fancy. <laughs> he's the closest thing to a king that. The wildlings have yeah. outside of Mance. Um, Mance because they have like an oddly Mance is more like a president. <laughs> yeah, he really is actually, or like, an emperor, or something. Because because Steer, like everyone, all of his people, he's completely like a pharaoh. Obey him. Yeah, and that is not really normal in the wildling culture. Like they kind of do what they want. Yeah, because he they think he's a god, and they use bronze weapons. So he's more like a pharaoh. Yeah, something. Anyway, yeah. he he's he's very powerful. So the idea is that he's not like just some nice guy that kind of placated wildling hordes in order to get people. He'll fucking cut your your face off. He'll cut your eyeball. All I of think it. he does. He threaten to like cut his eyeball out or something. Sure, I don't, I don't remember. know. Basically, he's like so. Jarl and Steer called John in to like try to get information on the Night's Watch, and he's like, "Let it, tell us what's going on." And John does tell the truth about general like. Like when they're looking at what parts of the wall, but he still lies about right. how many people. He lies about how many people and, he, and like way overestimates. And they're like, "You're lying. You're lying, idiot." And he's like, "No, I'm not." Shut up. Like they, we have a magic bird that sees stuff for yeah. us, idiot. But yeah. They can't like prove him wrong right now, so they're like, "Okay, not, not we'll really." See. But the thing soon. is, he tell he tells yeah. them about the watch patrols because the watch patrols are specifically designed that even if they did know their plans for watch patrolling it wouldn't matter because they they send them out like roughly every two weeks to like walk the walls but then sometimes it's not two weeks and sometimes it's it's multiple times just to you know keep everyone on their toes for sure so i mean it's actually and it's kind of funny like in this exact moment it's doing its job making these wildlings a little bit nervous but like fuck it we'll go ahead yeah let us park ourselves next to this this pool that is hot for the bone zone. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's not actually a hot it's pool. Not, it's actually a cold pool. It's actually a cold, cold pool. pool. They, just, they just bone Basically, zone. Basically, uh, John goes looking for Egret. She's in a cave. They have a lot of sex. 
It seems pretty great. It's, it's probably like, dark it's weird in there. You just like skip over it. Like, I, I don't want to talk about every single thing, but I do think it's hilarious that apparently Jon Snow invented cunnilingus. The Lord's kiss. The Lord's kiss. Because she's, it's like, no one's ever done that. I I have a really hard time believing that the wildlings do not do it. It's well. a very male dominated culture. So but, like, I she would doesn't assume... seem to know what, what a blowjob is either. Is that what saying? Yeah, because she's like, I'll do it to you too. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> I would assume that's very cold up there. So they probably do a lot of under the cover stuff. That's true. You can. I be- <laughs> you can make that happen. I'm just Jennifer, saying. I'm just, I'm, you probably could, but there's probably not a, like, we need to get back into business because it's cold. Listen, just- when you're fire kissed and you want to have a fire kissed babby, then, you know, you don't you do not do those other things because they get in the I'm way. I'm just saying that I think it's funny that, that Jon Snow character is like, I thought of Cunnilingus all on my own. <laughs> well, he did think of it on his own. Whether that's what it's hilarious. Whether like, no one else has done it, yeah. Like I don't think he's, you know, the uh, Sir Isaac Newton of just, eating a box. It's just a little special snowflake, a yeah. little, a little scary stew. Yeah, when you when you step away and realize what just happened, it is very strange. <laughs> like, like why why did George R. R. Martin choose this yeah. little? This word picture. And John, John Snow's all like, I just wanted to kiss you there. I'm like, wait, you didn't hear like Theon and Rob talking about stuff? You're a liar. You totally heard it from somewhere else. It's bullshit. You went and found that book, that special book in the the library library. that your brother Casey Affleck told you about. Exactly. That's what happened. He's a liar. Um, (laughs) He probably isn't a liar, but I think it's. They they talk about. The children in the walls. Oh, yeah. And you talk about, like, in between their bouts of sex making. Oh, they, yeah. There's probably people eating us There's right probably now. some scary demon children down in this cave. Yeah, they, that, like, because apparently there's pathways and, like, rivers under the wall so they can yeah. actually get through. Because caves. But man. they don't know how to get back. So, and, and, and basically, yeah. I think, what, Gendel's children? Right. Mm-hmm. So, Eager tells the story of Gorn and Gendel, who are these, like, wildling leaders, and they... Uh, Gorn knew all the like caves and passageways under the wall, and he led all his people under there to fight against Winterfell. Essentially, yeah, they wanted to you know do since what Mance did, but yeah. a little different because they had their fancy under the wall cave. Right. So they go they go under and they attack, but it doesn't go super well from them. Well, it starts to go decently. They it, actually kill the king in the north, but then the son of the king in the north kills, Gorn. and the Night's Watch actually it starts attacking them too. Oh so yeah, they're they're flanked. By exactly. the Night's Watch. And then, I thought it was Gendel killed his dad. No. Uh, anyway, you know nothing, Tim Lanning. You know nothing. No, because the King of the North's son killed Gorn. Uh, and, then Gendel, and then Gendel hightailed and, it back Isn't Gendel Gorn's son? Is that how I... No. I'm just trying to... Didn't, shut up, everybody. Didn't didn't Agrit and Jon Snow disagree about how it went down? Yes, I, there was some disagreement, so maybe we're both right. Either Man, way. really, really, it lets you know how legends are formed. The point know? is, they got trapped in there and then just started a society of cave people, or so. Yeah, say. and they're probably gonna come out of the cave and eat John and Egret. Yeah. Cave cannibals. So, like, other people try to get Which through. Which is good, because they never want to leave that sex cave right. ever. Well, they talk about the hills have eyes. They talk about going to join the Gendel children, and... Yeah. That's probably not like, That doesn't seem like a good idea at all, actually. I don't want to live with demon people in a cave. Also, right. it's gotta be very dark in there. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. It is very dark. Yeah, when okay. they wake up, they see very little light coming out. Guys... 
Daenerys 3. Daenerys 3. Holy like the, shit. This is like the best. I think this is the best chapter in the book. I don't. Let's see. Let us see where it is It's ranked. not the best chapter in the book. It's really good. It's a pretty good chapter. I, I feel like I fist pump when I read it's, it. It's uh, three. It's Number ranked three th- of oh, all wow. the chapters. So it's good. Um, so, so Danny's last we saw Danny, she is real sad. Last time on Danny. Because she just does not know how she's going to get these unsullied. She's discovering her body. She needs her unsullied. And now she's just kind of working through. I have tiger pelts. I have gems. I have some. I got some saffron. I have and some like gold, frankincense, some and myrrh. Some olive but, stuff with know. maggots. Exactly. Like, that was really weird. Like. Why, why is that a thing that you'd want to trade for? <laughs> why is that? that? The olives? Only the rotten parts. I guess they're dead. I don't know. They must be dead, dead maggots. I wonder if the maggots have Ugh. maggots on them. Gross. Oh, oh my god. Whoa, is, it ma- is it maggot or a burros? Yo, I heard you like maggots. So put, put maggots in, maggot in your maggot. maggot. Um, so she's trying, she's really hinting at this whole entire chapter on a reread, of course. She's hinting at both how difficult of her decision is, but also how strong she must be. Yeah. In a warrior sense, not yeah. as in a strong, I must leave my dragon to a, uh, yeah. a mocklaws. <laughs> so Danny goes to meet with these slavers again. Mm-hmm. And she's like, give me all the unsullied you have. Them all. Even the, even and the I feel ones. like it made me, it made me, it made me please tell this Melda, if you guys watch Parks and Recreation, it made me think of, of, um, Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. Excuse me. I said I wanted, all your eggs. All your bacon and eggs. Danny wants all the unsullied. Not just a lot of unsullied, but all of them. The like, ones that aren't even cut yet. The ones that aren't cut yet. The ones that aren't trained. Like, every single one. And, like, all the slave masters are like, uh... That'll hurt our brand. exactly what they say. Yeah, because you know? they're like, no, that's gonna make us look bad if they go fight and they're not good yet. Exactly. And Danny's like, okay... That's fine. Sure. I will pay double for them. And they're like, this uh, this girl is so stupid. We should West Rosie see you next Tuesday is trying to get all my eunuchs. Yeah. And and they're like, she's so stupid. Just like get more money from her. Cause the one's like, no, we won't have anything to sell for 10 years. And they're yeah. like, uh, but money now is better than maybe money later. That That's is time true, money, according true. to economics. It is true. Yeah. And finance and accounting. Um but then they're basically like, okay, you're gonna pay double. So you can get like five hundred or so. Yeah, <laughs> like here's one unsullied because you're pay- because you're paying double. You only get five hundred. Yeah, right. and Danny is kind of like, no, I'll give you all the stuff stuff in my ships. I'll give you my ships. Also, I'll give you one of my dragons. And like, there's like a gas. Bum bum. Like all of her people are like, no. No, Carly and all the slavers are like, yeah. And the first time I read this book, I was like. No. no, don't do it. No, there's only three dragons in all the world. Yeah, and then this is where Arson's like, Kalisi, no, and she's like, Arson, go the fuck back on the boat, Arson. I'll kill you. Now, what, how are these guys gonna catch that dragon in, though? You know, I I don't know what they're you gonna, gonna do go splitsies on it, like I was eight ways. That too. How are they gonna go splitsies uh, eight wait. ways on a dragon? You get the dragon on Tuesday. I get the dragon on Thursday. I think they're just going to open up like an amusement park and just split the admission. Something. Because, I mean, th- this is one of only three dragons in the entire world. And I, I'm I sure they can make it they're in some work. sort of, uh, you know, slaver. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They could Shit. sell the dragon for probably more than all the To whom, though? Are- Who's going to buy a dragon? Know. 
I don't Everyone, know. Everyone, anyone. Like Kings, some Queens? Oh, they're they're like a cartel. Like oh, a yeah. like a thirty year old guy with a ponytail who lives in his mom's basement. He'd love one. He would love Does that. He, he would go it would go really well with all his samurai stuff. You could put like, it on his not... wall and then turn you know, put the black light on it, it'd look cool. This dragon's not pewter, but it will do. <laughs> so anyway, then he's like, I'm I'm gonna give dragon up. And she goes back to the ship and she is Super sad. Oh, other thing is the slavers are like, oh, this is a good, a well-struck deal. Here's a slave girl that is oh, yeah. interpreting for it's us. It's such a good deal. Here's a free slave. Yeah. <laughs> buy one, get one free. Danny's like, thank No, you, it's yeah. more like buy like 5,000 or 7,000 get one free. Like 9,000 probably. So Danny brings the slave girl with her. Miss Sandy. Na- she finds out her name is Miss Sandy. I she think very know. sexy in the show. And I think she's very she's, ten years old in the book. Yeah, yeah <laughs> not really sexy. And I think she's she like she starts ten. talking to her in Valerian or whatever. She does, and like Miss yeah. Sandy's like or something. <gasps> no, she just does. No, it. she does it on purpose. And Miss Sandy's like, oh shit, I see what's been happening. Because Danny is is a, is a a tough bee who ain't give no shit. Yeah. Anymore. And she does not need a man. Because she, she met, yeah, she, she's made a decision. She's gonna, you know, let this current river of decision thought making take her to the port of where it may so choose. Wow, that was a beautiful It metaphor. was a word picture for you, I mean. It really, it's really nice. And this um, is kind of important because she gets to ask um, Sandy, like, questions about the eunuchs, like, hey, so what would happen if we got the slaves and then I told them to kill their master? You know, my friend has slaves, you know, and he wanted me to know, like a friend, like if he wanted to kill slave masters with it, you know. Yeah, like would they do that? And then she was yeah. like, oh, what happens if like I sell the slaves and then they tell them to kill me? And like, oh, yeah, they'd do that. They'd, they'd do that totally too. kill you. Yeah, what heartbeat. if I told them to die? Like they'd do it. Like, yeah. They'd fall okay, cool. that sword. And Miss Sandy's like kind of kind of sad at that point, and then he's like, "Well, what, tell me now, what do you? What's going on?" And she's like, "Yeah, three of my brothers, young, sexy, young, not sexy girl. Tell me why you're sad." <laughs> my brothers, my brothers. Anyway, yeah, because yeah, so- I guess a lot of the unsullied are from conquered lands. Yeah, so the unsullied are a much more uh, different tableau of races than the show would lead you to believe. Did you guys know that Miss Sandy, like her, the place that she's from, is from the Summer Islands? So she's black. Yeah. 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 Most likely. Yeah. Which made, I'm glad that they cast a black actress, yes. even though she's like well, you know, every, 10 years older yeah, than her. Yeah. I mean, everyone in, was it, uh, Essos is, uh, yeah. vaguely darker. Yeah. Not white. Not white. Not white. Even though we all know that Quarth people are, Karth are like vampires. Any yeah. damn way. <laughs> um, that was a tangent. So we go back to the boat. Yeah. Again, there's more folks be like, what the shit? And Danny can't, Danny can't sleep. She's like all stressed about and, her dragons. And, and uh, the, her handmaid's like, yo, I'll, I'll finger blast you again. And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Danny turns down the finger blasting. She's like, no finger blasting tonight. Which I, I feel it was a real mistake. Put those hand cannons away. <laughs> Get away. Get away from my treasure. <laughs> This is my last treasure that I own. But what what is the point? I think the whole thing is she doesn't want to be. Finger I think that's too close to being a bed slave. Yeah, I think she's just uncomfortable because she's like she doesn't want her to do things. She like feels like she has. And she's to like, do. Uh, it's an honor to please the Khaleesi. Yeah, and Yuri's like, what? This is, this is fine. I like it. Don't be a nerd. Don't be a nerd. Let me just <laughs> let me just get at that vagina. <laughs> let me touch it. No, I want it now. It's it's my fab. Um, but anyway, as, as Danny's. Finally falling asleep on the boat. 
Guess who was in our room? It was Kaith, wasn't it? It's Kaith. Do you guys remember Kaith? Kaith is from. Kaith? She has a lacquered mask. If that narrows she, it down. Yeah, she's yeah, she's from oh, the Oh yeah, okay, got it. And she basically just repeats the Weird the prophecy vision, whatever she said to her last time. And as of right now, this prophecy does not warrant any spoilers. Yeah, this is to go north, which is kind of a spoiler if you think yeah, about it. Yeah, it is. To go north, you must journey south. To reach the west, you must go east. To go forward, you must go back. And to touch the light, you must pass beneath the shadow. But really what all this is, is a dope-ass dance move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's how yeah. you did it. Bum, bum, it teaches bum, you. Bum, like, how, wow. teach me how to dug it, but an, oh, this is different. Beat me to it. <laughs> beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, this is weird. It's like... Kaith is a lobbyist for like she's like a, a lobbyist for the she's under uh, the side tourism council exactly yeah. <laughs> come to a shy beautiful a shy beyond the shadow it is mysterious <laughs> can someone please make a postcard for a shy beyond the shadow I want to make postcards for like all the different places in West Trace, but specifically for a shy also for like Valeria. <laughs> The doom. Hey, Come our, visit the don't doom. Don't go here. It's bad, most likely. Our new shirt seller. Does he do uh, postcards? Man, I Ooh, want that. Maybe. That would maybe. actually be pretty great. Does that exist? Someone tell us if that But exists. I wanted them to be like real cheesy looking, too. Well, yeah, we like like the old, old school ones. That would yeah. make me happy. So, Danny, <laughs> it's like, ah, Christ is here. And then nine naked girls and like Jorah runs in and whatever. And uh turns out. No one's there. So this is a re- I don't, this is really weird. I, I think it's kind of interesting. I don't know. I think it almost fits because it's like, in order to go to Westeros, she needs to do something stupid, like get rid of her dragon. So it's almost like to, to keep your dragon, to get your army, you need to get rid of a chunk of your army. So it's kind of like that, uh, reverse, re- I don't know, whatever. I'm talking to my ass, but it, it's weird that Kyth shows up. Um, so the next morning, Danny gets up with all of her entourage, mm-hmm. and she brings her dragons, and she's like literally all of her entourages with her, like all of her Dothraki. They, like, they bring everyone. as much shit as they can carry. Yes, like, and they bring a the lot stuff. of stuff. They're like gypsies. All, all of, all of their, um, their olive stuff, maggots and stuff. Their tiger pelts, their onyxes. All these all this, this. I thought this was actually super interesting to think. Like, you go to some weird country, like, I'm going to buy these jade jars. Yeah. And I'm going to sell them. Well. I mean, people people buy them, I guess. Blind uh, man. So they go to the Plaza of Punishment, which is different than where they were earlier. Well, because it's so much bigger. It's so much bigger because Danny wants to buy every single installed they have. So they got to mm-hmm. go where they will all fit. And they get there, and the little transaction takes place. Krasnus takes Drogon's leash. His leash. And he gives Danny the Harpy's Fingers, which is the cat of nine tails, the claws on the Yeah, head. it's a dope-ass whip. Yeah, it's scary sounding. And... Krasnus does not even know what to do with Drogon. Well, I mean, Drogon won't get off the. He won't get off the yeah, litter. Yeah, he's, he's not <laughs> flying. He's just perched, right. and he's just like pulling on him like a sleepy dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the on the way there, it talked about how the other two dragons were like doing stuff, and Drogon was like curled up in a ball with just his eyes like but like open, awake, like, being secretive. Full fuck of, all you guys. He was secret like a young girl. <laughs> what? <laughs> So he won't move. Uh, meanwhile, Danny is like walking around. Or she's on her horse. She's riding on silver. Right. Uh, she still has silver. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I thought silver died, but I guess not. 
Maybe she has a new silver. It's kind of gray. Whatever. Um, so she's all like, hey, Ancelot, you're totally mine now. You can see this transaction went down, right? You all see it. And like, what happens cool. if, like, some of the Ancelot, like, in the back, like, 900th row don't hear her? <laughs> like, wait, who, who do we belong to now? What's happening? I mean, What's all this? Krasnaz is all like, what? What? what, what she's, what does she say? I can understand her. Oh, yeah, because she's talking in Valyria. And, well, he's so busy dealing with the dragon that he doesn't even put that t- two and two together. But some of the other slavers yeah, are they like, they, like, like this. their heads around or whatever. Yeah, there's like this really old Giscari guy, which is like the blood of the old Astapor. Yeah. And he, I think he's starting to get it. And uh, yeah, from just from then, Danny decides to straight up be like, hey, Unsullied, time to sack the city, kill Every single slaver, free every single slave. Don't well, harm anyone under 12. Well, before like that. that happened, though, she goes over to Krasnus and is like, oh, you need help with this dragon? And he's like, yeah, it's been a real yeah, asshole. Dumb and she's like, yeah, so the dragons are not a slave. And she whacks him with her whip yeah. and just, like, busts his face up. Well, it has and then fucking sets claws him on, fire. on the end of it. Yeah, she, like, melts yeah. his face. Yeah, his eyeballs melt. His eyeballs, his eyeballs melt. melt I didn't like that. I'm like, why would you notice? That? Yeah, Chris. How could you not notice someone's That's eyeballs melting point. down their face? I've never been around. Them, uh, so I, don't know. I think we need to call the Mythbusters. I hey, it's Mythbusters. basically the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, yes. it is that. So um, there's fire everywhere. The other two dragons get up and they start shooting balls of fire. Yeah, I'm reminded of the scene in the show and how insane it is. But sure, it's I'll great. give them that. I'll g- it's, it's it, it, it doesn't it's have like that. Though. It doesn't have eye melting though. Yeah. I don't I'm talking about does. like when the walls explode into fire. Yeah, <laughs> but that was <laughs> a little the more sunglasses showy. come down in front of Danny's face. Uh, yeah, it's really really stupid, but kind of awesome. No way, and I, I won't hear it. And I won't respond to it. Is the best. There's a do- there's a dragon the size of like a dog that flies and just explodes. Tim, the- whatever. They have a lot of firepower. They have a lot of red barrels. Dragon Tim. lining the the walls. That's true. Ugh, That's he's true. talking shit. Um, so the so like kill all the slavers and they start setting all the slaves free. Yeah, and her free riders are you know shooting folk too. Now, now here's my question about this: Is this a little Deus Ex Machina being? Lo- Has no one ever thought to do this before? To be like, if I just buy all of you, well, silly. Exactly. No, they haven't because they their economy is set up in such a way that you take these unsullied, you go to another city, you sack it, then you sell them. So it's this constantly. And I, I guess that's it, how the European well, Union. I don't think anybody. All. Okay, like having three dragons is basically that's like that's true. That's a good point. It's having like infinity money. Like they never would have like agreed to sell. Nobody else had infinity money. And at this this point, exactly, that's true too. Also, at this point, go ahead. Sorry, no one, no no one from Westeros is a big buyer of slaves. Slaves, period, and two unsullied. Her goal is Westeros, so everyone in Essos has this sort of. They're connected by the slave trade, which is as terrible as it sounds. It keeps some of the war from the giant cities happening. If you're a small city, you're fucked. But that's probably the short answer. Okay. It's also fair to say, though, that this is a pretty bad tactical blunder on the part of the uh, of the slavers. Of the slavers. Oh, well, that's the thing. I think they got so greedy that it, it just blinded that's them. That's exactly what happened. Well, they, they talk about how they're, even their, um, their warriors are not even rewards anymore they just like have that crazy hair yeah and they're just more for and they're show. stupid like dr- outfits that like make them trip 
Um, yeah, the tow cars. The tow yeah. cars, you can't even walk. Oh, you have to those. hold your dress up with the one hand. They, yeah. they also, I think at one point, they talk about how um, Unsullied as, like, guards, like, just become lazy. Oh, yeah, it's, like, good yeah. to bloody them often. Yeah, they yeah get, like, yeah. you can't just, like, use them as, like, you know, guardsmen and, like, everyday, right. like, normal, not fighting. They, yeah. My household guard will get chubby. Because they're yeah. gilded and whatnot. Oh, yes, yeah, because they don't have anything to indulge in. Yeah. Just eat. Just get fat. Yeah. All right, so that was it. Guys, real good chapter. Let's move on to Sansa. Let's talk about dresses. Ooh. This chapter is this chapter actually is good. Yeah, it's pretty dope. It starts out kind of kind of silly. It seems like because it's like Sansa being like, "Look how pretty my dress is! I'm so beautiful." Yeah, I'll another Sansa tailoring chapter. But no, no, no. She's uh, you know, getting happy about her pretty dress. She doesn't know the rug has been pulled out underneath her. Oh, she thinks has. that this dress is going to be, I assume, first going to be awesome for the we- for the wedding of uh, uh, Marjorie and uh, what's his nuts, and then. <laughs> And then maybe Whatever even her wedding? Is. I don't know. Was this, this is an ex- extremely expensive dress. Is that before yeah, or nice. after they describe vividly the um, person putting perfume on her nipples? Oh, oh yeah. I forgot about that. I don't it's remember about that. the same time. About the same time. Yeah, okay. but they, they put two little perfumes on her nips. Do girls do that? Um, I do not, but I know you put. I, I put perfume on my wrists and on my neck. Yeah, the pulse points. You want yeah. to put it that, so it's like a drum not, being your stank. I must say, there. I do not put perf- perfume on my nipples. Sure. I don't do that. And neither do I. I don't want to be sexist. I I also don't put. I do not put uh, um, cologne on my nipples either. <laughs> I think it's better that way. Well, how dare you? <laughs> anyway. Cersei's all like, hey, Sansa, guess what? You're going to get married to Tyrion, like, right now. <laughs> Idiot. It totally ambushed her. It's so awful. He like, I got good it. news. Your nipples smell great. <laughs> Bad news, you're marrying my imp of a bird. And he's going to swab all over him. Worst news, he can't smell them anyway. His nose is his nose is He has a scab, not a nose. Oh, Man, your fu- life is fucked. <laughs> Yeah, it's so bad. Sansa freaks out, and she's like, no, I won't. And they're like, I mean, like, what else are you going to do? Yeah. And so <laughs> and she's like, like muttering. I get it. I'd pull my hair out if I was going to marry that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your life is shitty right now. And this is you odd- have no option. This is, oddly enough, mirroring a, the scene with Jamie Lannister, where he's talking to Brienne, and he's giving her advice, but it's not necessarily advice he would take, because Cersei wants... Sansa to go quietly. Hey, but Cersei would never do that. I wouldn't though. do that. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, Cersei's not in, a, no in a position of, like, complete, you know, uh, you know, helplessness. Subjugation. Yeah. Right. And, and Sansa, l- let's be clear here. I think we said before Sansa was 13. That's not true. Sansa is 12 right here. She's going to be She's 13. about to be 13. She clarifies later in the chapter that she's Sansa gonna, is 12. She's like, but she's like 12 and 11 twelfths. I feel like when you're that young, it does not matter. When you have to count how many twelfths you are. It is. And yet he keeps talking about her ample bosom. God. All the stuff. Oh, you're you're getting in some some of the territory of it's weird that the author, who who is a human in RL, wrote about this. I get that. It's not. So. It was a different time, you know? So, once Sansa is like. There's no way out of this for me. I guess I have to do this. Uh, Tyrion shows up and he talks to her alone for a minute and is like, look, I know this is super shitty. This is bad. If you want to, you can marry Lancel. Who's currently like in the hospital. Oh yeah, he's also like about to die. Um, 
And Sansa realizes, she's like, you know, like Tyrion's been nice to me, and it doesn't matter, because if I marry Lancel, it's still Lannister. Yeah, and and she keeps thinking about what Danto said, about how the Tyrells are just using her too, and she really just thinks back that, yeah, Tyrion has probably been one of the nicest people to me, and he saved me a lot of times, so... I feel like she would have gone for the Lancel option. Yeah. Well, that's that's old Sansa. This is a, this is a character now. defining moment. Yeah, she's jaded. She's like, nope, I'm gonna go with this guy. She's been nice to And me. a little bit of it, I think, personally, is that she set herself up to marry Willis, who is a step down from uh, Loras. So it's like, yeah, he has a bad leg, but I will make him love me. And maybe looking back in the conversation with Cersei, where it's like, even if you hate your husband... Maybe one day you'll learn to love your children. And yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's the whole thing of just tearing was nice. So they go to the wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like right then, like 15 minutes after Sansa And they couldn't tell them. her because they didn't want it to get out. Right. Yeah. And there are no Tyrells at the wedding at all, yeah. which is kind of interesting. Because they are at the reception afterward. And I don't know why that is. Because they're like, hey, guess what? We had a wedding. You should come. Is that it? Like, they just tell them that? Or was it like, we're not going to come to that wedding? I think that's what it was. It, we're not going to come Because to the it. idea is, t- I think they mentioned it in Tyrion's last chapter, that they can be a little more free with the news because they're in charge, and the Tyrells can't buck up against them. Right. Because that would mean the Tyrells are plotting. I believe that's what they said. I think it's more like when you're invited to a wedding and you're like, um, I'll skip the ceremony. And then my brother's like, <laughs> you're the best man. And I'm like, all right. But you really just want to go to the reception so you can have cake. I want to get exactly. rid of the boring shit, and I want to have down. cake and beers. Um, so they have the ceremony, and it is horrifically awkward. Yeah, Joffrey pretends to be Sansa's dad, which is <laughs> well, he's the, the father worst. of the realm. Uh, he honks Sansa's boob. Yes, while he's taking off her cloak, and also Tyrion is not so tall. Yeah. And he kind of can't get the the cloak around Sansa. Yeah. And Sansa knows that he can't, yeah. and she won't move. She yeah. just decides to be a real, real not nice person. Yeah, yeah and a she, real bee hole. And she even like thinks about it and decides on it. Like, yeah, they're not nice to me. I won't be nice to them. I don't know. I don't really begrudge her that little moment of pettiness because, like, this is a very shitty situation. Yeah, it's like there's no real reason for her to. But you know. but then yeah. she turns around and sees Tyrion's face, and then she feels really bad. Yeah, because yeah, he's like tugging on her she's dress. She's not a monster, but she's a twelve-year-old girl who is being forced to get married yeah. to someone, and she she's not ninety-five feet tall. Right. So she's super tall. She does kneel down for the kissy part. Yeah. Yes, which is good. And then the Tyrells are at the wedding feast, which is after, and it's not nearly sort of the affair that um, you know Sansa was hoping for. And none of Tyrell, like none of her bros, are talking to her. Yeah, they're barely they're even all, getting like, her avoiding eye contact. eye contact, and it's super awkward. Well, Sad. She was a piece. She was a game in the ga- uh, a piece in the Game of Thrones. A she was she's a pawn. Yeah, yeah. And now she's out of the game, and they don't care anymore. But yeah, and Tyrion's just sitting there drinking, you know, being all all sullen and silent, not yeah. being you know super nice. But Sansa does get up to dance a little bit. She's good, mm-hmm. and she dances with everybody. Mm-hmm. Sir Garland's really nice to her. Garland seems like a, one of the most genuine dudes. Yeah, ever mentioned in the entire series. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, hey, like. I know, like, he's not, like, what you wanted, but Tyrion Lannister's actually a really nice dude. Yeah. So. And he, and, and he has no reason to say that. No. Also, and he, the yeah. bonus of him actually liking ladies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does kind of hint at the fact. Oh, yeah, he does do that. I forgot Loris, about that. He's like, he might suit you better than you think. <laughs> yeah. 
Loris likes a likes a man's touch. Loris likes a firm buttocks mm-hmm. <laughs> and a, pe- a penis. Well, I could do that. Um, it gets real <laughs> awkward though, because they're dancing around, and it's like one of those dances where they switch partners. Yeah, and yeah, she switches to Joffrey. And basically, Joffrey's like, well, you know, the previous kings, like, they would have whatever woman they want, married or not. So basically, I'll have Tyrion send you to my bedroom, like, every other week so we can have unconsensual sex. Yeah. It's really... I forgot that that happened in the book. He's a real I think I just blocked it from my brain. Real creepy creeper. He's the worst. God, he is literally... Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. And she's like, please don't do that. You can't do that. And he's like, yes, I can. Yes, and then the day is done. Oh, and one more thing before we get to the betting. They talk about um, uh, Rickon is there. Not Rickon. Tommen. Uh, Tommen. Like, Tommen is there. Rickon's there. there. Rickon's there in spirit. That's where he went. Uh, Under the table. Tommen is there. And they describe him as a plump little kid. Yeah. And, and he's, he's not- all... He's so cute. I didn't think he was plump in the in the show, or at least the original cast. He's not in the show, but yeah, in the books book. he definitely is. Yeah. And he's like, like, since I want to get married, and she's all like, oh, you're so cute. He should, she should have married Tommen. Tommen is the best because he has a cat named Sir Pounce. Not yet. Spoiler. Sorry. You fucked I'm up. Sorry. Ugh, it's just edit, that is the- edit point. <laughs> edit. No. Is the best? Don't really need to edit Sir Pounce out. <laughs> no, don't. Yes. <laughs> He's Azora. Hi. <laughs> Good point. Um, uh, yeah, so I just thought it was funny because, you know, we find out that Tommen's around. and Yeah, he's there. So He, like, got sent back. So Joffrey wants to get the weird, awful betting ceremony going. At, uh, yeah. the- and they strip everyone naked. And we don't mean it's awful because of Joffrey. We, we just mean all Westerosi wedding betting ceremonies sound terrible. Seems bad. And again, I, they, I would- they strip... Each person of the couple completely naked. Yeah, and then like put them in the bed together, and, and they're they, like, and they're making them. Randy Japes at them. They make Japes. <laughs> you, if you're a gal, you might get your butthole poked and your boob. They're definitely grabbing at your. And your if you're a guy, boobies. they'll probably just mess with your balls because that's the funniest part of you. <laughs> they making you puppetry of the penis. <laughs> they'll bounce you the whole entire time. Like, now you're a, the but they're being man. Ri- the women are being ribald as well. Yeah, right. everyone. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, because they've had horny. several arbor. Mixed. Everybody is drunk, and then they throw you, yeah. throw you in bed, and close the door. But then they listen at the door to make sure that you, yeah. you do it. Are you fucking? He's like, do fuck, <laughs> fuck more. But, so Tyrion, but Tyrion... puts his little foot down. He's like, no, I'm gonna chop off Joffrey's wiener. He's gonna <laughs> gild him. Yeah. <laughs> And, and uh yeah. <laughs> and like ah, yeah, how dare he? And then Tywin steps in and is like, No no no, my foolish son just made a stupid jape. He's and then Tara's like, ha, ha ha, I'm so drunk, I'm my pee pee's so small, he my penis so small. <laughs> That's literally a you know, like a whole episode of South Park about that. <laughs> He's like, my a whole episode <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I was just saying, my baby's so small and not thick and veiny with a bulbous purple head. Oh, spoiler! (laughs) So, not to 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 shame anyone if they have a bulbous penis that's purple with a vein in it. I kind of would dig that. I don't. What? Hmm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I kind of don't. I I can't really picture that. I don't really want to. I feel like that sounds like uh, a worm. (laughs) <laughs> or like one of those weird sea sea. Remember, he's slugs. not circumcised. 
A sea oh. cucumber. It's like a sea cucumber or something. Anyway. Uh, we do Anyways. not know the circumstances and practices of Westeros. They, I'm going to go ahead and guess they don't. <laughs> I, I just, how, that's how I feel. It's, they but. probably have it, but they start from the other end. I don't think... Uh, Why uh, would circumcision exist in Westeros world? There's no Jews. Exactly. <laughs> Just saying. So Tyrion and Sansa go to their honeymoon suite, and it is terrible. It's in Del Boca uh, Vista. Tyrion's like, we're gonna do it. And Sansa's he's like, let's get this over. He's okay. not being... Like, the, the thing is, he's not being very romantic. He could be trying to... I don't know. He's also grumpy cat. She's grumpy cat. <laughs> so they're sad. not... Neither of them is actually trying to be sexy cat with each other. And it's very like, do you, it's like, Sansa's like, should I lay down and spread my leg? I don't know what's happening. Yeah, she's like, should I take off my clothes? And he's like, yes. Do it. <laughs> do it. But the problem. And she tries to cover him with a blanket and he's like, no. Yeah, but the issue is, the, the, the show doesn't quite do this. Uh, Tyrion Horny. Tyrion Horny, Michael. <laughs> he finds uh, Sansa very comely and he. He, he cannot control his more base urges. Also, bummer. he points out that he's not drunk. Oh, yeah, he does say that. He was. Uh, he's he, like, but I want to be more drunk. He was you being, should get drunk. He was being tricksy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Taryn totally gets, he just pops about her, and he's like, yeah, I can't do this. Yeah, but he's like <laughs> weirdly sitting at the right. foot of the bed. Well, he like, goes and he, like, he gives her a squeeze, and, yeah. and she's just sort of laying there cringing, and yeah. that's when he... Goes, like, eh, maybe I shouldn't do this. He's definitely not in a corpse play, as we can tell. No, he's not. <laughs> and and he's like, you know what, Sansa? Like, I'm never, I'm not gonna do this until you want me to. And Sansa is like, what if I never want you to? <laughs> and is that when he? It, she said that it looked like he was physically smacked in the face. Yeah, and, um, so. and, and then he like kind of grimaces. Yeah. And he's like, he's like well, well, that's why they invented whores. Yep. I mean, that's all he wants anyway. Yeah. He just wants Shay. But he's going to get in massive trouble if he doesn't get her pregnant, though. With Yeah, I think part of him Tywin. wants to just take Sansa and just go to Len- uh, Castle Rock and get yeah. her in the skadoodle. Yeah. Anyway, it's super sad, and that's the end of that chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've got one more. Aria yeah, 5. Woo. This is a good chapter, I think. Yeah. It's you know why? I'll say it again. I like the small stuff. Dude, it's small so little Westerosi who knows who done it. All the little, little, little and this gets like some cool backstory too. So Arya and the Brotherhood go to this town called Stony Sept. Yes, and this is where her dad had fought a really big battle during yes, the Robert's Battle of the Bells. Yeah, the Battle of the Bells. So John Connington, who was the hand of the king, yes, um, was going to search for Robert there and. Uh, Sony Sips. I don't understand exactly how this whole thing works. Was Robert, like, literally by himself? He doesn't have an army. He's just hiding. I think he was just hiding there, yeah. It's and, really and, weird. Because he's wounded. And, like, sexing, like, every prostitute oh, yeah. in town. What is Even it? the non-prostitutes. What do you... What, how many diseases is it the peach do you have? Or something? Yeah, that's the... Yeah, that's yeah. the name of the, 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 the brothel, brothel they go there. to. Um, and, but then, uh, Ned Stark and, um... Oh my God! Hoster Tully come and, and bite John Connington and distract him from trying to find Robert. And John Connington is like, meanwhile, going through house to house to house, but with the Stark and Tully forces there, he has to retreat. Yeah. This is what caused John Connington to be kicked off as hand of the king. Yeah, and oh, the reason it's called the Battle of the Bells is the Septons in the town rang the bell, so Robert would know something's up. And the small folk, too, to yeah. like stay indoors. Because they loved Robert, and they locked the doors, and John Connington did not get him, and he got in super trouble. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, 
that's what happened there. And I guess one, one of the Brotherhood was telling Arya this. Say Harwin. Harwin. That makes sense. Harwin, the one from Winterfell, was telling her and this. And Arya points out this is like the largest city she's been to since um, uh, King's Landing, which oh, I guess yeah. is just to say it's bigger than Harrenhal. Mm-hmm. Harrenhal is like a giant fortress. But not really a town much. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I never really thought about putting those two together, but... So, I I guess a dude named the Huntsman is in charge? This guy sounds dope. And Stony Sift right now, and he sounds terrifying. Yeah, they call him the Mad Huntsman. He's just Huntsman. He's mad because these Northmen were raping and pillaging. They, like, raped his, like, wife and sister Sister. and, like, killed some people. They, like, killed his dogs, threw them in the well. Yeah, and, like... Ruined his harvest, and he's like, I'm putting you guys in the crow cages. Fuck off. And, and die. they're terrible crow die. cages. Oh, and the one... Oh, there's this... This is so nasty. Like, oh, this is so this bad. Is are, this, are these the, the car starks that left? Yes. They are the car starks. Yeah. That makes sense. Um. So some of the dudes in their crow cages are dead. They're all so standing and naked. Yeah. And they can't even sit down, like, because the crow cages are so narrow. One of the dudes has, like, a nasty, like, brown crotch stain, like a hole mm-hmm. where his his wiener used to be. Yeah. And he's the one that did the raping. And it's full of maggots. Oh, it's so gross. And the one guy has, like, maggots and, like, flies for a beard on his beard. Ugh. Oh, and they, and they had, they had, Fly um, beard. Oh, my God. What's the word? They, they stripped the skin off. What's that flayed. word? They flayed. One dude, so like his skin looked like stripes, because mm-hmm. Ari first was like, "Why is his skin black and white?" And then she's like, "Oh, oh no, that's that's the flies." Yeah, yeah. on peeled off. And then they they start. The they're basically after, just but. like, they just like, "Uh, we need water, water." And Arya is just like, "Uh, okay, I'll give you some sure. water." Yeah, here's and, some water. And there's one dude who's like really too big for his cage. And he his his fat is bursting out of the cage. Yeah. I've heard too fat to ride a horse, but too fat to ride a, a crow cage. My gosh! Crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and he and they all order, so she gives them water because she knows they're north men. Yeah, and- even though they did obviously did bad things, and people in the town are like, uh, "The huntsman is not gonna like it. You're doing this." They call him the Mad Huntsman for a reason, you know. Mm-hmm. But and guys shoot him with arrows. Right. So he's, he's not gonna dead. like this. Like, yeah, they're really not gonna like this, and he just. Bichu, bichu, and then bichu. later, after the murder, the the the, the killing of the dudes <laughs> yeah, in the, the crow's murder cage, time. I wouldn't call yeah. it murder. It was more like yeah, it was more like was, mercy. Yeah, that was yeah. like a mercy killing for sure. He like euthanized them. They weren't coming uh, back from that. No, so they go hang out at this this uh, establishment inn for gentlemen called the Peach. But it's definitely a problem. It's like there's a lot of hot <laughs> babes in here. Yeah, Arya Arya's like putting together. She's like. Man, this place is really nice. Man, there's a lot of women here. Man, <laughs> these guys don't hang around very long. They just kind of drink yeah. for a little bit, and then they take a girl upstairs. That's weird. And then she's like, oh. Uh, there's creaking uh, upstairs. This is a brothel, isn't it? What's weird. all this, then? A girl there tries to bone Gendry. But she's kind of like, hey, I think we're brother and sister. Yeah, we're half, yeah. say <laughs> we're, we're half brother and sister. Let's go yeah. and do it. Yeah. Gendry storms off. She doesn't know that, but Gendry recognizes what's up. There's, he storms yeah, off. I guess at some point over the last, I don't know, couple of Someone Arya has chapters, told him. He's started to figure it out that he's Robert's bastard or yeah. something weird. It, he knows. And so this girl's all like, oh, some people say that King Robert's my dad. And he's like, I better not bone her. And Arya's like, sister. that's stupid. Just because <laughs> you can't be uh, Robert's daughter just because you've got black hair. Look at... And Gendry over Look here, Gendry, he got the same damn hair. hair. 
That yeah, that that made me laugh a lot. Yeah, I thought that was good. You know what didn't make me laugh hmm. when the creepy old dude uh, tried to pick up Arya because he thought that she worked at the brothel. Yeah, he goes over there and talks to her, and then luckily Gendry comes in. He's like, "Oh, hello, take a seat. Would this you like my, a cookie?" Yeah, no, Gendry's like, "This is my sister. Leave her alone." I was like a Chris Hansen goof. He oh, it. I'm sorry. Hello, have a seat. <laughs> I can't control my horny level. That's what the guy said. Yeah. And the guy runs away and fi- tries to find a younger looking girl. Oh. But since, I mean, Arya right now is in uh, little girl's clothes as yeah. opposed to her, uh, creepy her bre- breeches or whatever yeah. they call them. Um, and that night, oh, wait, at first, Gendry and Arya have a fight. Another fight. They're just really fighting because he, Gendry gets all like upset because she's my lady, basically, and he's not highborn. And I don't really understand it, but he's mad. Yeah. This seemed a little forced, but I liked it enough. Yeah. It I can see it happening. Yeah. Because he just, has, he having too many feels. He I just don't know what it comes from. Is yeah. he just like, oh, um, a hormone ball right now? He, well, he's like 16, so probably, yeah. yeah. Um, they did and wrestle. Arya dreams her wolf dreams in the night. Sweet wolf dream. They're so cool. And she wakes up in the morning, and the huntsman's there, and he's got a captive. And she's really happy about this captive. They're throwing poop at it. Yeah. And uh, they don't say who it is. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to talk it about it in the spoiler section. But... Well, it's not a, spo- it's not a spoiler. Yeah, it's I mean, just like a, we'll talk about it in the episode where we talk about that. Like the next one. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, that's our book club. Wow, episode. another one down the, the... What's the thing that you say for good things that go down the drain? Um, uh, poop in the toilet. My dreams. Sleuth pipe. <laughs> sleuth pipe. Yeah, another one down the sleuth pipe. Should we read re- reviews? Let's. Maybe. Yeah. You know what? This is the time of the show where we read your the listeners' reviews. Faya from United States says, "Late to the game." Love the podcast. Suki eight one one from United States says. What? There are other Game of Thrones podcasts? None no. that can compete. Mm-mm. It's pronounced kooky. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Queenfan723 says, Awesomely funny and informative. Super Supnerd. Supnerd. Says, Entertaining and insightful. Game of Thrones can get pretty dark, but the Cast of Thrones hosts keep it light with their off-the-wall humor. One of my favorite podcasts. Thank you much. Band Library says, Love it. Sagar 5000 from the United Kingdom says, This milk is not rotten. <laughs> oh, like, uh, we lost another listener. Our very own Jingle Bell, Patchface, Moonboy, and Butterbumps. Great podcast. Best there is. Love the UK. I don't think that's a British accent. I don't know what that. I think it's Ringo Starr again. Hey. Oh, he also he, he says, He also says, By the way, it's just like Westeros here. Right. Yeah. Interesting. That's what we thought. Neat. Hey no, guys, that. Um, you know, you can find us on Twitter just like Band Library did, who's talking to us on Twitter lately, um, which we love. And uh, yes. from that review that you just read. And uh, if you want to talk to us, we're at Cast of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. I'm personally I'm... at Thrifty Nerd. Personally, I am at Tim Lanning. I'm huh. at Jennifer Cheek. And I'm at R. Bristow. Uh, you guys should come and check out our super duper website, geeklyinc.com. There's forums and stuff. So that's cool. Yeah. You know, so many good stuff. It's ways to come, you know, plug into the community. You just got And, um, I guess we're doing, we're still doing shirts, shirts, unless that failed. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unless <laughs> unless somehow between the last two episodes that that fell through. Uh yeah, that's still happening. Yeah. So go to uh com slash store. Right. And there'll be a button at least. There'll be there'll be yeah. something. There'll, be, there'll definitely be something. <laughs> there will definitely be something there. It might be a four four page, sorry. but it'll be something. Yeah. Uh so hang around after the music, we're gonna do a little bit of spoilers. Did we have spoilers? Yeah. Uh I we got we got like 30 minutes left before we have to go get Grand Theft Auto. I mean, two weeks ago, four weeks ago. Yeah, whenever that was. I mean, I think we're okay. I don't really have, like, I have small ones, There's but nothing very things. interesting. Not, nothing okay. Huge, yeah. All right, cool. Never um, mind then. No spoilers. <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to talk about the Cranog Man story, but I guess we don't need to. Oh. We could honestly shoot. We could like do an entire episode about. Yes, some of that we stuff. should definitely do a, a, a spoiler episode of the start of King Robert Rebel. Yeah, Robert's we should Rebellion. do okay. that. Actually. We'll That's a good we'll idea. do that. So, at so some we'll, other time. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, somebody remind us to do that. Please do, because <laughs> we will totally forget. We're bad people, guys. Until next time, keep riding that donkey. <laughs> Okay. We did it. Did it. <laughs> <laughs>